Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from June 2nd to June 8th, 2014. Cisco Live 2014 keynotes, partner case studies, and session presentations are now available. Registration on the website allows access to additional resources and presentations. Go to www.ciscolive.com US. Vulnerability activity decreased from previous periods. However, another round of SSL TLS vulnerabilities from OpenSSL and GNU TLS highlighted the period. The coming period also brings the monthly security advisories release from Microsoft and possibly others that occasionally post advisories on this date. Following the GNU TLS vulnerability, OpenSSL reported six new vulnerabilities, two of which are rated critical. This new release of vulnerabilities is not considered as dangerous or exploitable as the previous Heartbleed vulnerability, but could allow the compromise of sensitive information or code execution. Organizations should be aware that the SSL TLS code bases and products are currently undergoing detailed code reviews that will likely produce continued regular updates for these products. Organizations can prepare by building and maintaining an inventory of the systems that include these code bases and products and will require patching as they are released. Other significant vulnerabilities reported during this period include security advisories and software updates for multiple vulnerabilities in GNU, F5 Big IP and Enterprise Manager, OpenStack Dashboard and Heat Templates, Red Hat Common and JBoss, and a VMware vCenter Server Appliance Ruby vSphere console vulnerability reported by researchers that has not yet been acknowledged by VMware. Telco researchers from Dutch KPN presented their finding on the mass exposures and vulnerabilities present in the GPRS roaming exchange network. The GRX provides linking of mobile roaming traffic of 25 of the largest telcos in the world. The researchers reported the root cause is the exposure of GRX network hosts to the Internet, which should be reachable only by private protected networks. Cisco researchers tracking exploit kit activity published their findings of the continued modifications and developments in the current exploit kits. Tracking the exploit kit activity provides security teams with knowledge of the vulnerabilities and software being targeted by these exploit kits, which will be used by many of the botnets, infected and malicious websites, and deliberate attacks against organizations. Their findings are available on the Cisco Security Blog. Go to blogs.cisco.com security. Cisco released a security advisory for multiple vulnerabilities in OpenSSL affecting Cisco products. While spam activity remained consistent with previous periods, users and organizations should be aware of the expected shift in themes to popular summer topics, such as the World Cup soccer matches, travel, and recreation activities. Microsoft released the advance notification for June 2014, reporting the planned release of seven security bulletins on June 10th. The security bulletins will address vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Link, Office, and Internet Explorer. Microsoft rates two of the security bulletins impacting Windows, Internet Explorer, Office, and Link as critical remote code execution vulnerabilities. IntelliShield published 112 events last week that included 60 new events and 52 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. 
For more information, visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, the Anonymous Collective has announced attacks on multiple Brazilian websites and its intention to target World Cup sponsors in protest of the World Cup matches. The group has released a list of corporations including Adidas, Budweiser, Coca-Cola, FIFA, Hyundai, McDonald's, Sony, Emirate Airlines, Visa, and others. In addition to the online malicious activity, Brazil's major cities have been experiencing physical protests, strikes, and demonstrations against the matches. The World Cup runs June 12th through July 13th, 2014. Security organizations and governments have been watching the build-up to the World Cup with concern over security measures and the Brazilian government's ability to safely host the matches. The government has been dealing with the protests and strikes and has reassured the participating governments and teams that there are strong security measures in place. This does not necessarily address the expected online protests and attacks expected to include web defacements, compromises, and distributed denial-of-service attacks. As with most online hacktivist campaigns, organizations directly involved with the World Cup should expect and be prepared for attacks, but the attacks could also target companies associated with those major sponsors or somehow tied to the World Cup by the hacktivist groups. Online followers of the matches should also be on high alert for attempted malicious news and score updates, World Cup-themed spam and text messages, malicious fake websites, and compromised legitimate websites providing World Cup coverage. Next, in the Human Risk Management category, a survey of IT organizations in the United Kingdom, Ireland, the United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand found that the IT departments believe the average number of user-introduced applications was 3.2 applications. However, research and analysis of the environments found that the average was closer to 21 applications. This disconnect of the actual user-introduced applications is the root of the security concerns over what is referred to as the Bring Your Own App, BYOA, both through the Bring Your Own Device growth and the use of cloud-based applications and services. The study indicated that the IT departments must reevaluate how they provide and manage IT services as well as monitor the activity on their systems and networks. As device and cloud services evolve, IT departments appear to be getting left behind on how to manage their environments. Many of the security researchers are calling for major shifts in how IT professionals provide and manage environments and for policies to address both the current and evolving services. Those changes often focus on the IT department's ability to control access, provide authentication, and prevent data loss through personal devices and cloud services. While many have addressed the personal device access and authentication, cloud services is a newer development and remains a challenge. There are many options to consider for most environments, but many are turning to the hybrid cloud solutions of providing a controlled and secure cloud environment while applying data loss prevention controls to other personal cloud services. As the cloud environments continue to develop and consumerization of the work environment increases, IT departments need to consider these options and solutions before they find themselves in a position of trying to rein in an exploding environment. Finally, in geopolitical news, Vodafone has published a detailed transparency report of their actions involving law enforcement and government agencies' requests from over 29 countries for metadata and wiretaps. While many countries do not permit the public release of the reports, the report provides details on requests from several countries. The most surprising to many readers may be the number of wiretaps from countries across the globe that are monitoring communications as it passes through the Vodafone networks.
As has been reported in other companies' transparency reports, the communications companies are required by the laws in which they operate to provide the legally requested data and wiretaps. Vodafone also warned readers not to interpret country-to-country comparisons because the reporting requirements in the countries vary and the report does not include those requests required to remain secret by the various countries. As the media rehashes the highlights of the Snowden U.S. National Security Agency disclosures on its anniversary, what continues to not be reported or is underreported is that the NSA is not alone in these activities. Multiple reports, and now this Vodafone report, show that many countries across the globe are performing similar monitoring and collection of data under the laws of their individual countries. Even the previous disclosures are likely only the tip of a deep and large iceberg where much of the government and law enforcement activity remains secret. As we highlighted in the Cisco Annual Security Report and has been highlighted by multiple large IT and communications companies, the continued government encroachment on the Internet is extensive and undermines the trust of users, businesses, and governments across the globe. Users and companies are responding by developing new applications and services to prevent or at least limit monitoring and collection through end-to-end encryption, relatively anonymizing security features, and raising user awareness on protecting their communications. The advantage goes to the government under the local laws, but international agreements, treaties, and transparency reporting are all challenging the encroachment. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening, and stay safe.